go. Guess who's back? Back again. Hey, that thing was quick right there. My goodness, if I could actually play you guys how many songs I listened to before I settled on opening the show with this one, I don't know, just couldn't, just couldn't pick one, just couldn't commit to it. Um, so this whole show audio might be a little weird. I have new board and new interface and new computer. The only thing that's familiar to me at all is the software that I'm using to record it all on. So hopefully with that being said, I'm able to uh, level it all out and it sounds good and it's not distorted. And if it is on this episode, I apologize. I will work on it a little bit more. I'd never really thought about um, anything being different because the brand of the equipment that I'm using is uh, the same. It's all Behringer equipment. It's just bigger, better, uh, which I will. I will share some photos of my setup running once I kind of permanently mount everything the way I want and have it happy. So very well likely could take the better part of a month before we get into to seeing that at all. Um, I'm just going to turn off a camera real quick. Um, but I want to say thanks to everybody for checking out this episode. We're going to talk to Rick Seffrude, our good friend from Gombinan Racing Skins. He wants to get an idea of what everybody um, feels like if they want to go racing, if they're comfortable with racing before he starts reaching out and setting up uh, another series event. He just finished up one um, at Star Collectibles. I heard it was pretty good. I, I know a few people that were there, obviously. Joe Zayer, uh, the Nappers. Um, so super stoked to to you know see that race go on and, and many people go. I'm not super stoked to be seeing the COVID numbers being as high as they are. I don't know if it's maybe because testing's more readily available. Um, I, I don't know. It, it's it's a frightening time, <laughs> to be quite honest. But um, you know, we'll we'll persevere through all of this. I'm sure of it. And on the other side of it, we'll come out uh, hopefully uh, a better society. I know a lot of stuff's not great right now, but. Don't want to dwell on that. We want to talk about RC. That's what we're here for. So let's get it right into it with a bunch of updates about what's been going on for me. So over the last few months, uh, basically since April, I have been diligently putting together a bunch of uh, paperwork and doing a bunch of research in order to go back to school. Uh, I start on July 7th. Uh, sorry, July 6th because today is the 5th, right? Uh, let me check dates here. Yeah, so I started uh, Monday, July 6th, which actually is the same date you guys are going to be hearing this episode. I start two years of online school for video production through the Toronto Film School, uh, but it's actually put on through Yorkville University. So I'm super, super stoked to let everybody know that I have been successfully um, applied and accepted and I have done everything I need to do in order to participate in this class to the full potential. I've built a new editing PC. 
anybody interested in knowing the specs on it you know can send me a message and we can talk about it if you're kind of a, a geek into to pcs and stuff like that i won't get into it on the show i've obviously upgraded my audio interface equipment so that way i can do more um i'm super stoked guys that i'm going to be learning a trade that i love so much uh, obviously I, it all started with the podcast right audio production editing um, and then of course as as that progressed you know i've always been a photo taker uh, I've always made goofy little videos and stuff like that with my friends. So this progression into, you know, maybe trying to do it more legitimately and for a career uh, became very real for me. So that's why I'm pursuing this. I, I love it. I, you know, I have a few ideas what I like to do for a business. I'm not really going to get into it. You know, I, I, anybody that follows me has a good idea of where I'm going. Uh, but, you know, as, as time progresses here and, and things change, I can't, I, I'm super excited about it. Now, that has caused me to not pay very much attention to uh, the regular things, but I've still been doing my RC hobby here and there where I can, which, you know, let's talk about that update now. Um, COVID, <laughs> talking about it again, it, it unfortunately has impacted me greatly. Um, you know, fortunately, not so much so that I've had to get rid of things like the, the podcast page. Um, we've been able to afford to, to keep that there because that, you know, is a cost that I incur. I've thought about moving it down to a lower account and, you know, obviously I have all the original shows and just kind of cycling them in and out and obviously posting a new one. Uh, with the school thing all working out, I don't know if, you know, starting a Patreon and doing that kind of thing is is a great idea at the moment. I kind of want to see what the workload's going to be like along with working because I'm not quitting my, my day job. I'm going to still work Monday to Friday doing what I've been doing for the last 13 years. Uh, that's, you know, afforded me this amazing hobby and, you know, a great overall life with my family. So I kind of can't, you know, leave that place and, and pursue school full time like that. Uh, financially, we couldn't afford it. Uh, but, you know, financially, unfortunately, because of COVID, I've had a reduction and that's eating up my RC budget. That's the reality of it. Unfortunately, when you got to cut corners and you got to cut costs, those are the first things to go. So. The good news is, is things are getting better. It uh, looks like when I'm done all my vacation here and everything like that, I'll be back to full-time hours, we'll call it, which is a full full work week, uh, which is great for me and hopefully great for, for the RC hobby. Hopefully I'll open up some money for the budget and you guys will start seeing stuff. Now, with that being said, of course, I don't know who's, who's who has or hasn't seen it at this point, but ProLine has put up a 1972 Plymouth Barracuda drag body with no image yet on the website and i'm super stoked that is I, i'm a mopar guy i've been waiting for a licensed mopar body forever uh, and i'm so glad it's worked out of course uh, from my understanding uh, licensing has uh, has probably caught the bug here along with uh, rona and everything else has kind of pushed production back it, it can happen you know it definitely could happen so i'm so stoked though to see it on the pro line page it's official I'm going to probably order two of them. Um, and here's why I want to make one that's great for, you know, no prep racing that I can race up and down the track. But I also want to have one that's amazing looking for scale. And my thought is, is that if I have one completely scaled out that, you know, is just an identical body that I can pop on it and go and race that, you know, saves me some weight because I'm going full scale here, man. I can't wait to show you guys as I work on it. There's a reason why, if you'll notice, that my electronics are pretty low and slung low in my car. They're done like that for a reason. I have some big plans that I'm going to slowly work on here over the next little bit, and I can't wait to, to start sharing it with all you guys because I'm sure you guys are going to enjoy it. And on that front, talking about getting two bodies, uh, of course, I've been in discussion about getting a wheelie bar sent for the car. Uh, of course, I can't wait. You know, it's going to get some undercover wings on it as soon as uh, our good friend Greg over there will get his hands on one of these Plymouth bodies. Uh, those Because those will be the, the, the wings that I'll want to run for sure. And uh, it, it's going to slowly come together here over the next little bit tires all of it's going to start coming i've done a little bit of testing that's another update here that we need to kind of start touching on so we'll get into that before we get into the testing part though um so this is probably the like some of the biggest news i guess ever and don't mind if i don't sound super excited about it it's only because i've known about it now for well over a month um, and i've been diligently working away i want to say thank you very much to marty the current Right now, as of right now, the current president of the CRC Car Club, 
Uh, as we transition, I am going to become the president of the Sioux RC Car Club. Uh, currently, right now, I am running all the operations. It's it's kind of an amazing thing to be doing. I'm super excited that I have an opportunity to to keep the club going and bring lots of new fun ideas to the table. Of course, it's a huge undertaking on my part, uh, along with school. So that's why I say, folks, like it's it's going to be interesting over the next little bit. Um, for for me, it's going to be busy. I have a lot to do. I've been doing a bunch of reading, which is part of uh, the, this course is the practical stuff we're learning right now. So uh, wow, reading, it's a lot. Um, but I'm okay with it. But I I can't I can't thank Marty enough for thinking of me as the the guy to kind of carry the torch and and keep the club going. With that being said, I've, I've, you know, hopefully we can get some no prep drag racing going on down our main street. It'll only be 66 foot drag racing, NPRC style. We'll just blow the the, the straight off and, and race down it. I think what we'll do in the meantime is, is we might wait until mid-August to actually do any side-by-side racing. And in the meantime, we can set up uh, testing for everybody to do individual hits. I've learned a lot over uh, the few hours that I spent at the track this past Friday running a few test hits and you know by the end of it i had the car pretty straight but the first few were pretty rough so somebody it, it's not a very wide <laughs> straightaway it's definitely going to be some door-to-door racing uh, but i think if we concentrate on giving everybody enough time to kind of work out the car and see how it, how to drive it straight down the the track every time there's also a few things i'm going to do to stop cars from getting completely stuck in the driver's stand and I also have a construction fence uh, that we're working on getting to ca- use as like a catch fence before they actually get to the, the fence in at the uh, the track. I also ran my old B5M around the track a bit, did some gearing changes, kind of get tried to get that car in a happy place. Uh, it's something that I've never really done on my own. I usually ask my buddies what kind of gearing they're running, throw it on the car, and psh, go and, and, and mildly adjust from there. So it's been interesting to see. The changes in the car's behavior, just changing spurs. I didn't have a lot of spur gears with me, of course, because I left them all sitting at home. Um, but it was pretty awesome to change them on the B5M and just see the car come around and, and see the speed come to it. Um, so it's really interesting. It's making opening opening my eyes up to a lot of things uh, that before I kind of never worried about or thought about. So I'm learning a lot over this process, which is you know very great because I can't wait to be able to share that kind of stuff with people. Um, but we have... I think I'm going to do Wednesdays and Thursday nights as uh, track nights. And that way people have two nights a week to be able to go out there and, you know, get to meet new people and and go from there with it. I I think it's probably the best idea at this point. We lost a lot of time in the early part of this year because of uh, restrictions that were in place. So we're going to kind of keep, keep moving forward. So hopefully the summer's busy with lots of people coming out and running their cars and having some fun races. I'm trying to figure out a way to get the, the, uh, timing system all set up for everybody that does have transponders and a way for us to be able to see our lap times uh, fairly inexpensively. So, you know, stay tuned for that. So anybody locally that's, you know, listening to this that would love to help out in any way, shape or form, you know, reach out. I, I'll, I'm always, you know, open to suggestions and anyone willing to help is always greatly appreciated. Absolutely not required, uh, but much appreciated. But I think that's most of the biggest updates that have been going on lately. It's a lot, I know. It really is. But uh, I think what we'll do is we'll take a quick break. We'll bring our good buddy Rick back on and uh, have a little chat with him. Talk uh, talk some RC. Talk COVID. Ugh. Blah. Blah. Can't wait until we, <clears throat> we can say, do you remember? I can't wait for that time to come. But uh, we'll take a quick break. Hear from our sponsors. Which, of course, we can't forget about our sponsors. Huge shout out to all of them. Cow RC, the radio-controlled maintenance king since 2008. Providing the RC community with the world's best pit mats, park trays, performance aerosols, and much more. Through smart design, superior performance, and 100% made in the USA, Cow RC products are a real value. Satisfaction guaranteed or your money back. Follow CowRC on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Or order direct at CowRC.com. Save 10% with code IMOVE. That's code I-M-O-O. CowRC. Maintenance King. 
Good day. How's it going, Rick? So we're back. It's the NBN Podcast. We got Rick Seffrood from Gone Banana Recent Skins with us. Uh, we're having Rick on today because, well, I don't know if ever anybody's noticed, you know, this whole COVID thing's kind of happened. So we kind of want to have a chat with Rick. I know we ju- you just finished the uh, last race of a series, point series, at Star Collectibles. So, of course, we're going to talk a little bit about that. And then we're going to kind of talk about how has this global pandemic affected you yourself and and you know what are the plans for for these point series races going forward because i know there's a lot of guys that do enjoy going to the races i I believe the last race out at star collectibles did have a a decent turnout at it um but at the same time right now we're seeing the drastic spike in numbers of covid within the united states in certain states so at the same time it's kind of one of those what do we want to do the right way here and i can't imagine for you never mind i've taken over the the local rc club and become the president of the year of covid um, but we do an outdoor thing. So for us, it's really, you know, status quo, no, no bigger groups than what they allow us to have. And we kind of just do what we do outside. We're not going indoors and, and, you know, doing that whole deal. So how have you seen that affect you in your area, Rick? Because I know you pretty much don't leave your garage. You go to your regular job, you come home, you go to the garage and make foam tires. Um, but what have you been seeing just in your local area in the little bit that I'm sure you've talked to a couple of guys here and there and just kind of got the feel for what racing's kind of stacking up to be like? I know um, myself, I just, my real job's eating up a lot of my time because we build um, the ventilators and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. We uh, duplicated our lines, um, separated certain areas for their, their own entity. And um, for racing myself, I don't know. I kind of slowed down in making all the carpet tires just because of the pandemic, and I didn't know how long I was going to last. And mm-hmm. I, I guess. Basically, the show will be see how many people are would be interested in me hosting races like at Ithaca and Finish Line and Star Collectibles and with the pandemic going on. I just don't want people to get sick at these. Well, absolutely. Tested yep. positive for it. Mm-hmm. Well, and, so. and the good news is I'm really, really hoping in 2021, you know, in, in May – well, you know, right after that, shortly, I shouldn't say right after, but shortly after, you know, the, the big spring fling that we have up in our area, I'm really hoping that locally here we can find a facility indoors to host a big race and have a Gone Bananas race here in Canada. And I know for a lot of you guys listening that are buddies of mine, they can't cross the border. I apologize, but I'm Canadian. I'd love to do something on my side of the, the border for so many people that won't travel into the United States. 2021 is a year that... We're going to hope to do that. I'm not even bothering trying to plan anything until this time next year, hopefully. Um, but, uh, yeah, man, I, 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 I'll i definitely reach out to most of the guys that I know that race. Um, man, they're talking about having the border closed for a year for us. Damn. Like, it might be next March before I can come into the U.S. So, like, I, I'd love for you guys to come up to Ithaca and put on a race, but I don't think I'm going to be able to go. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm worried about, you know. I just want to people to get sick just because i have a race yeah these events. i guess we'll have to kind of we'll see what the 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 hobbyists and our, all of our friends that go to the, all these tracks kind of have a feel maybe we'll get each one of the tracks we usually host at to ho- have a little poll and see how racers yeah. feel about having it what what dates do you think you'd want to try and do would you want to wait until kind of close to the uh closer to fall i can't even say i'm saying closer to fall we're only like a couple months away I was thinking by the end of August. Started up kind of for like September, October. I was going to put some feelers out with um, Steve Hall and um, Chad Howell from uh, Howard from uh, Finish Line and and Star Collectibles. Yeah, Finish Line's got an incredible outdoor track, it looks like. It looks crazy. Dude, I seen that and I'm like, wow. Like. I, I, if our local club could afford it, I'd try and convince everybody to buy enough Astro turf to put it down in that in inside the the tennis court and just raced on Af- Astro. That'd be cool. I think he got I think he got that from some university as changing our turf out. So it looks oh, like see, a- but that's even even better. That's right up our. Hey, listen, when it comes to RC enthusiasts, old used stuff that most places would throw out is right up our alley. We want the phone call. Hey, I got like. 20,000 square yards of this commercial grade carpet that's only two years old, and we're going to throw it in the dump. You want it? Yep, we'll take it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I think that's what they did. So, hey, there's nothing wrong with that. 
there's a lot of tracks that are kind of doing that. There's a track out in the East Coast that does that too. So, well, I know like the the racers, the backtracks racers in Sudbury, Ontario, um, they're racing on on a, a commercial grade carpet that was used for a robotics um, thing a few years ago. They got it all given to them for free. So, you know what I mean? It totally makes sense to, to reuse and repurpose all kinds of material. So, Rick, but I got to ask you, because I know you've been busy, because, you know, I'm part of the, the Gone Banana Racing Skins uh, page there. So I still see the million messages coming and going. And how do you manage it all right now, man? Because, like you uh, said, you're really busy tough, at work. <laughs> you're a one-man show, especially with, you know, Eric being married and, and, and long gone and, you know, baby boy of his own and doing that whole rigmarole. So it's not even like Eric's like, yay. Come here for a few hours. I need some help. <laughs> yeah. It's either uh, I get somebody to come help me or find a building that I can uh, get a couple people to come help me or do it full time. This year has been totally nuts with uh, the drag scene. Um, I heard BSR switched hands, so uh, there was tire shortage, so it just oh, made me twice as busy. Busy, so. right. But... That's a good bad thing to have. We've had this discussion for a few years. You're you've always been on that cusp of you could really go full full time into the foam foam business, but at the same time I don't blame you. You know, knowing what you do for a full time gig right now, like that's that's a guarantee. You know what I mean? You huh. You've heard so many nightmare stories. Like you've been doing it like this for years, it's been doing good. Finally you say, Okay, I'm going all in, in into it. You know, three years down the road, all of a sudden, everybody's changed things again, and now it's not. And, and man, I just don't know how you find the time. Like, I, I have a hard time finding the time, and I'm at a reduced amount of work hours right now because of COVID. The restaurants obviously aren't ordering as much groceries. But, like, yeah. I don't know where you find I'm, – I'm fixing a couple cars for a couple people here, and I end up being up to my ears in work. Plus, I'm starting school tomorrow online. That's going to be a new oh. adventure for me. Um and then I'm thinking of guys like you, like, okay, wait, you're going to go and do your full-time gig, and never mind, you drive to and from it, and then you come home and spend how many hours, like, how does your wife ever get to see you? Does she come and, like, just, like, stand there and watch you work? Uh, she's usually pretty busy with her own thing, so. Oh, okay, I see how it is. Her horse, and then she babysits Eric's, my grandson, so. Oh, well, at least you get to see the grandbaby lots, then, I'm hoping. Oh, yeah. That's good. I even got to babysit him a couple times, so that was a lot of fun. And he's getting big, right? Oh, yeah. He's almost uh, 19 months. Isn't, so. isn't it crazy how time flies? Yeah. You know, me and, my, me and my friends were joking. Could you imagine if our parents or grandparents still referred to us and how many months old we are? <laughs> like even as, as as full grown. Oh, yeah. My son, he's 76 months old today or whatever it is. You know what I mean? Like it just yep. be kind of funny as as full grown adults when you're, you know, in your 50s. And <laughs> yeah. But right I, on. Yeah, I've been working on just nine hour days at my full time job um, <clears throat> with the pandemic and stuff. Like I said, we had to remodify two ventilator lines. Um, add. We added like 300 people, so when you add 300 more people to your plant, uh, the sewer systems don't handle it. Uh, there's a lot of things that just... Isn't it kind of crazy uh, they had to hire 300 more employees to, 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 to handle all the work that was there, but yet there's supposed to be restrictions? You know, like, you know, they're, they're saying that the six feet rule. Dude, I went to the track. Have you ever, like, actually taken, like, a, a six foot long, like, piece of wood and just tried to see how far six feet is? It's absurd. A driver's stand we could shoehorn 12 guys onto can hold three people properly. Yeah. Right? It's like, it's, oh, my goodness. <laughs> and I, I, they made it mandatory for us to wear uh, masks and stuff like that. And it's just tough to talk in and your safety glasses, you're fogging up all the time. It must but be miserable. Anyhow, <laughs> I just hope they get a uh, vaccine pretty soon. So Yeah, you know, it's funny. When this whole thing kicked off, I used to say, I don't care if they find a vaccine. If you can't prove to me that I need it, I'm not taking it. Now I'm on the fence of kind of like, okay, as long as it's not going to cause some kind of weird kind of potential side effect, okay, give me that shot. Let's get on with life here. I just I want to go back to hanging out with my friends, racing my RC cars. Yeah. And worrying about, you know, how badly am I going to crash my car at the next race? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's been a pretty exciting year. Like you said, I've been busy in my head. Uh, <laughs> none of my orders have been just one or two. It's been a lot. 
20 sets, 10 sets. I had one guy send me a guitar box full of uh, the Mad Max wheels um, for the Traxxas X-Max. And there's like six oh full sets in there. And it's just, wow. I got finally got an X-Max to run 112 miles an hour on my tires. That was crazy. Wow. Uh, I, I also got a private message that somebody ran them. Uh, 168 on my drag foams but doing a speed run i said oh my god how did how'd that work out wow right because that's booking man yeah he said uh he's gonna put a video on pretty soon um he says prepared to get busy so prepared to get busy hey bro i see this guy's facebook he's already busy don't worry <laughs> so i gotta ask because you know a few years back when when we first started getting foam tires from you you know, I know a lot of guys were asking about shore, you know, what's the shore on these? And, and you know, I know back then you were a lot less uh, free with it. Like, you'd give people an idea where it was, and I get it. You know, you're getting foam from a certain place. You don't want to give every detail about your foam away because then every Tom, Dick, and Harry is going to run on the Internet and try and find it, you know. Yeah. Um, but I've been noticing more and more lately, more people have been messaging and asking you for specific shore. Like, how does that dynamically change what you're used to doing? Because you're usually used to trying to figure that stuff out and find the best the best one to provide everybody. But now you got guys who want a specific shore rating. Like, has that made life difficult for you? Or is it just kind of like order different foam and kind of keep going? I kind of just order different foam and keep going. But usually when I put foam on... Uh, Tire truer, I can usually tell if it's good foam or bad foam. So just based on the way it cleans up, right? Yep, <clears throat> it's the dust off. But but anyhow, um, my carpet compound, um, I, I got two years supply of that. Uh, specifically just for carpet off road, the black carpet, the gray ozite. Um, there's a few guys that ask for different compounds for that, but <clears throat> I. I order different sizes for like the oval guys and stuff like that because they don't need the high profile uh, foams on their two wheel drive buggies if they're running a bomber class. And right, stuff right. Like but um, I'm also experimenting with some foam for uh, dirt oval. I use my soft drag foam and see if them guys like that. But <laughs> I only put that on gray wheels. Um, the carpet oval is black rims, uh, all DE black rims, any make, uh, buggy. So. Now, during the pandemic, has getting rims and anything like that turned into a big headache for you? It's getting the foam, yeah, a little bit. I ran out of my allotment of uh, A3 foam for my drag racing wheels um, because I got the Kyosho KT8s or the two-inch wide and... Um, that's the widest truggy wheel I can get that'll fit on a two-wheel, I mean a four-wheel drive GT car, kind of like the Losi uh, right. eight-scale buggies yep, and yep, stuff yep. like that. But now I have a lot of guys complaining because the footprint's so wide that they're tearing the rear diffs out of them because there's so much traction. You know... <laughs> you know I will say this because uh, as of late, I have been getting way and way and way more into the no prep RC drag racing, you know, going back to rubber tires. And part of me is kind of upset about it because I'm always so used to running foam. But uh, the other part of me gets it because if I started showing up with foam tires, everybody's going, oh, look at this asshole. He's got foam tires on his car. Those are illegal. Whatever. I'm still going to have Rick send me a set eventually. <laughs> but um, the more and more that I, ke I keep, you know, doing it and and... You know, I'm hearing of these guys replacing their idler gears with metal ones, and they're doing this, and they're doing that, and I'm thinking in the back of my head, I'm going, you guys have got it in all wrong. Like, we race on carpet with foam, which gives us way more grip than you ever going to get on asphalt, in my opinion, with a rubber tire. Yeah. And we don't grenade diffs. We don't bust idler gears. Yeah, like, they break every once in a while if you land on power on a, on a a off of a jump or something like that. But it's like, I don't know what the, like the guys that are tearing, tearing up transmissions, it's kind of like, you, you're doing something wrong, guys. I don't know what, but something is going vitally wrong. I put a five and a half turn on a four wheel drive short course truck and I didn't blow up any diffs on it. And I drove that thing like it was abused and put away real bad. Yeah, You know, I get it. You know, some guys, they do some weird stuff and all of a sudden things hook up and they, they destroy transmissions. I just... I don't understand it. 
All I noticed notice this year, a lot of guys are getting smarter on changing, setting their ESCs for. Uh, you got to get the cars rolling before you can actually get them the, all the power down. Yeah, before you can really pour the beats to them. And I've seen lots of these speedrun guys like do these hits where literally all four tires are just smoking for the first 10 feet. Congratulations, man. I have never, I like those cars hook and buck like nobody's business. Holy. Um, I love seeing them too. Cause I know a lot of times they're running your foams, right? So. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. I don't know if you've seen any of the clips of the <laughs> X max from Mark Cole and Jason, uh, Joseph. And those two, um, really sat the bar for the X max foams. Um, we're going to check that. I'm using, I'm check that out. I'm using uh, Mad Max wheels from uh, Lucy's from China. I just picked up uh, 10 sets of those, uh, no, 12 sets of those rims, and now I just got to get more foam. So, But uh, Mark Cole and uh, Jason Joseph, um, they'll, uh, they got some things coming to them. So Sweet. give them t-shirts and a couple other things so well definitely i'll have to check them out and see uh see some of that kind of gets me kind of gets me wanting to talk to john schultz and sounding like we need to get one of these associated uh, nomad db8s all all lowered and, and ready i know it's no x max but we got to do something with an associated car here and get some big numbers with gone bananas that's what we need to do yeah um i just picked up some uh, uh the ds is it the R10? The new drag? Oh, the DB10 or the DR10. I, the DR10. I, I just picked up some rims for them, and I just mounted foam on there. Uh, somebody said Tim Smith was actually looking for some foam tires for his, so I don't know. See, I don't. I, maybe he did mention wanting to try foams on one. I, I don't know, because see, the big thing has always been with the this NPRC movement. You know that we've been so fortunate to kind of be behind. You know, moving. And I know there's a lot of you know, people out there saying, oh, so-and-so started doing, okay, you're right. They started racing a class that's very similar, but they didn't start this no prep RC drag movement that we started. And that's where we're different. We took a class that was very similar. That was a bracket class. And we said, no prep, no timing, any road, rubber, t you know what I mean? So it's, yeah. it's different as far as I'm concerned. So, yeah. um, but, but to be on the, 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 you know, behind it in that, I would love to be say foams are totally legal, but I know that's just a oh boy, that's a whole crap show in its half because the rubber tire is supposed to be the equalizer. But I did see your post with the DB10 uh, mounted uh, tire, and I'm kind of like, thank God I'm going back to working on Fridays after I'm off this uh, whole working nights for this week and two weeks of vacation thing because Matt needs to spend some money in his RC hobby, um, big time. <laughs> <laughs> I seen those and I'm like, oh Rick, you shouldn't have done that. <laughs> Yeah, um, I even, out of all places, I got them from those wheels from Rotoron. <laughs> Good old Rotoron. Yeah, I, I, I talk to uh, to Ron uh, periodically, you know, through Facebook Messenger and stuff like that, especially when there's some funny stuff on, on the Internet that I know that him and I will both conveniently laugh hysterically at. So, um, good old Ron. Miss that guy. I'm going to have to hit him up. I might need a new motor here soon. Send him a couple of yeah. mine, maybe. But that's awesome. Yeah, no, I know. I actually I looked um, on the associated website. They actually have the the, the DR10 rims uh, available in Chrome as well. So for anybody wow. wondering, you could go pick those up and send those Rick's way if you want to have them wrapped in foam. Yeah, I might even have to pick up a sub. So, but I'm sure we, I'm sure I know somebody that can help you out get a get a couple sets dropped off at your house. We can do that cool dropship kind of stuff. But uh, I. I really enjoy doing those wheels. Um, I, the fronts are like a 40 shore, and then the rears are A3, and then I found some uh, A2 foam, so it's super soft, like bubble gum, like Tim Smith likes. Yes, yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, those drag, we, I've learned a few things. The, the rubber, the more squishy, more rubber content in a drag, in a foam for drag racing is kind of where you want to be at. Um, and, and funny, even, even mentioning that with, with the whole, uh, rubber and drag, do you, do you suggest burnouts at all on foam tires? No, no. So just like kind of use whatever traction compound most guys use on them and just kind of let her eat. Yeah. <laughs> the funny thing is I told a couple guys to use belt dressing and a piece of plexiglass just to spray it on and roll the rear tires in there. And there's more guys 
doing that versus buying the traction compound. It, it's just kind of blow, mind-blowing, but wow. they said it works way better, so I don't know. I'll probably get a bunch of haters now. So, <laughs> All right, so now another question. I'm an off-road racer that runs your foam tires, and I know when I put my SXT on my foam tires, I walk up to the burnout pad, and I usually let those little buggers eat until they start smoking a smidgen, just a smidgen. You don't need to put on a full-blown smoke show unless there's young kids right there and you just want them to go, whoa, that was really cool. And then you usually, you know, grab your phone afterwards and message Rick and be like, yeah, so I'm going to need another set of rear foams because I just toasted these ones. Um, but is that recommended at all with any of the drag foams on a piece of carpet? Like, Because I know a lot of these tracks sometimes do have carpets for burnouts because it's a little less wear and tear on even the rubber tires. Is that okay? Yeah, I, I would at least wipe them off a little bit get some of the shininess back off of them but um i don't know for uh drag racing a lot of guys just say they just roll the rear tires in it and go to the line but set her um, down and belt dressing you said oh yeah (laughs) they're Mm. looking for something that wasn't really super hazardous i'm not saying belt dressing ain't hazardous um Check with your local state and or um, provincial laws (laughs) before using any said products. But for for the indoor carpet stuff, um, my team drivers and I and everybody else seems to be putting it on like 15 minutes before the race and then get a clean towel or a a pit rig and just wipe it off like... four minutes before your race and you should be all set to go. You don't have that greasy feeling. And most of the burnout pads are plumb full of traction compound anyhow. Yes. So it's best uh, just to wipe it off in your own pits and hey set man, her down. So. There's been many a times where I haven't put any sauce on my tires. I walk over to that burnout patch of carpet, roll my tires back and forth and do a little burnout and go, <laughs> that's going to be plenty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Well, right on. So I think the biggest things we need to take away from this whole scenario here that for anybody that's listening, that if you're interested in attending the Gombinan Racing Skins Challenge style races in the uh, later months of 2020. So basically within the next month and a half to two months over the span of a few, uh, let us know, you know, reach out to to me on the NBN podcast page or my personal Facebook. Uh, You can, of course, send Rick the messages, but I'll, I'll tell you this. Rick is an extremely busy man, so if you want to send it all to me, and in a, like two weeks' time, I will go back to Rick and say, okay, Rick, you know, I got X amount of answers, and most people are saying, yeah, they would go. You got a few stragglers that are kind of on the fence and might make that decision based on how things go over the next few months. Just so we can give Rick a good idea, and he can kind of get on the phone with Steve and, you know, all these other wonderful uh, track operators in order to establish a, 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 a race season for, for those of us that can attend. I think that's going to be your biggest your biggest issue this year is just going to be folks that can or will are willing to kind of thing. But I've been noticing a lot of RC guys are kind of on the, I just want to go play with my cars and hang out with my friends. But just remember, yeah. if you're sick, stay home. We love you, yeah. but stay home. We don't want your slobbery, snotty grossness all around us. Again, we love yeah. you a long time. Stay home. <laughs> I just don't want people to come and then find out... <clears throat> couple days later they have to self-quarantine for, for 14, 14 days, days yeah because somebody brought the rona yeah <laughs> i think the spike is because they're doing a lot more testing but i, I well, don't know it's, i just don't want people to come to my event and go home i seen totally a, i seen an unfortunate crap. video this morning on facebook shared by a friend of mine and the gentleman is a long-haul truck driver from ontario canada and he was recently down in texas delivering a load and somebody hit him like he got in an accident. And yeah. because that person went to the hospital in an ambulance, um, he was then uh, asked by his employer to go to an urgent care place and be te- drug tested. When he was there waiting for his drug test, he said he watched eight different people or so walk in to get COVID testing because they had symptoms. But yeah. because they couldn't afford the $200 fee for the test, they went untested. Wow. Yeah. So he he's his concern is, is that there's probably way more cases out there than we're aware of just because people can't afford it. And, you know, that's one of the things that we take for granted being Canadian. Those tests yeah. are covered for us. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, um, yeah. I hate being such a Debbie Downer about this crap, but it's real. That's the problem. It's not a joke. You know, I was really hoping back in March we were all just being, you know, over 
overprotective and being, you know what I mean? And this is just going to kind of all turn out to be a big uh, blah, but here we are in July and it's, it's no joke, man. But we want to know. We want to know if everybody wants to go racing. I, I'm confident that there's going to be a big change over the next few months. There's been a lot of uh, medical research that's being done um, that's looking positive. So yeah. But you need yep. to let us know if you guys want to race. Rick's willing to to set the races up if there's an overall majority of people that want to go and race. Um, I just hate to see all these uh, track owners do all this work and then just find out there's only going to be like ten people. Ten at people these to show up. Yeah. Or, you know, but what was the, what was the? Plus. Do you know what the count was at Star Collectibles for the last race? No, I did not even uh, check the sheets. No, so. I know a few friends of mine from Wisconsin did go. Uh, like um, Joe, or he's not from. He's from. I'm pretty sure he's from Minneapolis or Minnesota. Yeah, yeah. He lives up by St. Paul. Yeah. So yeah. Joe Zayer, uh, he took his son. He went. Um, that was awesome to see. He was really hoping that I was going to be there, and it's like, yeah, border's still closed, bro. I, I would be there in a heartbeat because. That those guys down at Star Collectibles are like a second home. Like you know, you have your home track for you. It'd be like Marca when Marca is running its full, yep. full tilt. For me, yep. of course, the Sioux RC Car Club's my home track. But I honestly feel like like Star Collectibles is like my home away from home track. I know Stars. Uh, <clears throat> they ended up buying everything from Windy City when Windy City went out of business. Um, uh, so he's got a huge on-road track. He's got a huge. Well, the on-road's black carpet, too, and then the off-road's black carpet. Uh, he also has got an indoor dirt track, so dirt track oval. So I know. It's amazing. Like I said, that w- what they've done over the last four years, five years of, you know, that I've been aware of them is just incredible. You know, so, to, to and then they, they use that old space so well. Like, I remember when we got to Muscatine, like, Micah drove by this, the hobby shop, and, and we're at the hotel, and he goes, Matt, he goes, I don't know where they have an RC track in this building. He goes, but it doesn't look big enough. And then we walked in the next day and Mike went, holy, sh- look at how they did this. Right. So yeah. I know with more space and, and everything like that. And I've seen the photos. It's amazing. I want to get down there to see T-Mac and, and all those wonderful folks for sure. Yeah. I want to see you. I want to race with you. It's it's always a good time, Matt. Yeah, I, I enjoy having you around and being part of my team. So, Hey, man, I'm, I'm honored to be part of that team. For as little of the racing that I do, I, I don't, I don't kid nobody. I don't do a lot of racing, but when I race, man, it's a good time. Yeah. <laughs> but what else do you do? You got anything in closing there, Rick? We won't try and tie you up too, too much. It is a Sunday after all. The day after July Fourth. Happy July Fourth weekend happy to all birthday. my American friends. Yeah, happy birthday to the United States. Um, I'm glad you guys are still around because you are attached to Canada and all. It's kind of important. Yeah. <laughs> You know, when this all started, they were all watching them uh, southern states because it was summertime down there to see what this pandemic was doing. So, mm-hmm. But anyhow, I just want everybody to be safe, healthy, um, be patient with me. Uh, all my orders are huge. I, it's just nuts. So <clears throat> you uh, message me on Facebook um, under the Gone Bananas page. Uh, if you did it once and I haven't looked, resend the message. Yeah, don't be afraid to. Just be like, hey, Rick. <laughs> But uh, I never take my phone with me when I'm gluing tires now because I had a couple uh, come that I missed and some customers were upset and I said send them back I'll fix them free and refund your shipping so so but anyhow no, so no more distractions is what Rick is saying when he's in there gluing foams so basically so roughly how you you glue foams pretty much Monday through Friday in the yep. in the garage after work right yep. so we're talking about from usually what time to what time. Uh, usually from five to nine thirty, and right. then I have my phone shut off at nine thirty. So I don't blame you there because if you didn't, that thing would never end. So pretty much, if you need to get a hold of Rick, you're going to want to you're going to want to do it before four p.m. Central time because Rick is in uh, Central time zone. Uh, he's an hour behind us, so right now it's ten forty three a.m. my time. It's nine forty three for Rick. So guys, just yep. keep that in mind. Uh, you know, when you message him, if it's going to be after five o'clock Monday through Friday, there's a good possibility he's not going to see it to the next day. Um, I, you know, I've I've seen the messages where people say, "Hey, did you miss my message?" And Rick's usually pretty good about answering them. I don't try and get in there at all unless I know Rick is super super busy, and then I just say, "Hey, I'll make sure Rick sees this message." Blah 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 blah, and then I start usually send him a private message. I don't do it very often because I know what Rick's like. Rick has a system. I don't want to muck with his system. <laughs> 
But the madness is getting bigger and bigger. So, you know, like Saturday, I get up at 4.30 in the morning and then just do tires pretty much all, all day. day. I do take a couple breaks. We almost, so. we almost need to try and sit down and see if there's a way that, that somebody can help you, even even with the messages, just kind of getting everything documented for you. Like yeah. all these people messaged and this is their orders and then kind of you could just go in and check it every often and be like, okay, that one's done. Send them a message. Be like, working on it. I'm working on it. But, uh, you know, the thing is I have some guys send me wheels and I give them a quote. I always quote high. And the rims that we were talking about ain't even the wheels they are sending me. So then when I tell them the different price, they all get upset with me. But, you know, a guy send eight scale buggy wheels and it ends up being an eight scale truggy wheel. Yeah. The foam is different. Oh yeah. And that's a big difference. Those, those rims they, are a smidgen more uh, wide. <laughs> and while they're wider and uh, a truggy wheels, four inch, four inches tall where eight scale uh, GT cars, three inches, you know, 2.9. That nine, adds up. Five, so that adds up. So that's important folks. Remember, if you ask Rick for a quote, be very specific about what rim you're going to be sending them because that all adds up. But uh, other than that, it's been a super, super good year. Um, the drag racing scene seems to be super huge. Um, a few of the track um, people that are drag racing, I send some door prizes to them, you know, a set of tires and looks like they're all wearing respirators or masks. And yeah, I've been noticing a lot of that pretty much any of the races there. They're encouraging mask wearing and, and stuff like that. And so, I know some people think wearing a mask is ridiculous, but you're helping everybody because maybe you have it and you just don't know it. Yeah. Remember that. I don't, I, I finally wore one into Walmart the other night when I went there. I'm getting there stuff. because it's getting it's getting busier because they're especially in, in Ontario, like my province, they've been easing the restrictions a bit because we've had so little confirmed cases, which is good and bad because to me it's good because, Hey, we've been doing it right, but it's bad because as soon as people hear restrictions being lifted, it's like, Oh yeah, I can go out again. So now it's getting to the point where there's more people in the stores than before. Cause they were eliminating them, limiting how many people could go in in one time. Now they're not so much doing that. And, you know, I got a wife and kid at home that have autoimmune issues. I can't. Yeah. I can't bring that yeah. up. And then I'm a moist yeah. talker. We all know that. I've probably accidentally gleeked or, or spit on somebody within five feet of me talking. <laughs> it, I, I'm positive, you know, there's a racer out there listening right now that went, oh, yeah, I've been. <laughs> so I, Yeah, I try to. <laughs> I noticed that a couple times, too. But yeah, see, it happens. Didn't... When you sneeze, it seems like everybody runs. Oh, my goodness. I know. My allergies were bugging me just a little bit yesterday. We were out at a patio, and I sneezed, and everybody looked at me. I'm like, I'm not allowed to have seasonal allergies. Yeah. <laughs> but right well, on, Rick. I, I do appreciate talking to you. I'm glad we got on here. So, folks, here, let's go over it again. If you're interested in participating in a Gone Banana Racing Skins Challenge-style multi-race event, we're going to need to know within the next two weeks. It is Sunday, July 5th right now. I'm going to release the show tomorrow on July 6th on Monday. I'm going to give it two weeks, and I'm going to report back to Rick on all the answers that I got. I'm going to poke around in the RC Racers of Michigan and anywhere else that I can kind of get some feedback and, and have guys let me know if they're interested in attending their races because we'd really like to, you know, for Rick to be able to put these races on, obviously, A, safely for the tracks so the tracks can continue to have some money brought in, and B, so we can, you know, have, you know, 35, 40 racers get out there and have a good time and, and remember what this hobby was, you know, for. I think a lot of guys have forgotten about that because they've been tied up at home. And, you know, the racers don't bash. You know, they're, they're not willing to take their cars outside and rip them up and down the road. I'm a basher that turned into a racer. So it, it takes a little bit for me to take my race cars outside, but I'll take them outside eventually. Once I get out there and start smiling, it don't matter at that point. Race car or not, it's getting full send. So, But uh, yes, definitely reach out. If you need anything from Rick, send Rick a message course over at the Gone Banana Racing Skins. If you've sent him a message and he hasn't answered you, feel free to, to send him another one. And just remember, if it's after 5 o'clock Central Time, this man is probably busy gluing up foam tires. I want to thank you for having me on the MBM Podcast Show. Oh, I think that's still your name. Oh, yeah, it's still the MBM Podcast. You know, I've thought about changing it. I think I might change the logo. That's about it. Um, okay. but I don't think it'll ever go away from MBM podcast. Just too many people know it that way now. And to change it, they'd be like, Oh, wasn't, 
Isn't that? Yeah, I don't want to deal with that whole thing. I'm just going to stick with it now. Five years in, we'll stick with it. No problem. Um, thank you for having me on, and uh, I'm looking forward to a lot of feedback. Um, like I said, I'm, I just don't want to put an event on and see people go home and have to quarantine for 14 days or whatever, you know? Yeah. So. For sure. You, 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 my friend, are definitely thinking of the large, uh, large general people population versus just a, a few. So I appreciate that. And you know how it is, Rick. You never need anything or need to get out there and say something. Give me a ring. We got you. Thank you. All right. Okay. Have a, all right, Have folks, a make day. sure you go check out Gone Banana Racing Skins. Make sure you like the page if you don't already. Make sure you, you share the page because that helps. And then if you need foam tires for anything, and I mean anything, if you got a shelf queen that you'd just rather put foam tires on or maybe it's so old that it, that's what it had, Rick can, Rick, Rick can help you out there. I'm sure, I'm, I know it. I know he's done a bunch of them. Yep. So, so thank you. Thank you, Rick. Okay, folks, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back and wrap up the show. And then from there, it'll probably be another three months before I give you another show. I'm just kidding. Hopefully not. Uh, <laughs> and we'll be back right after this break. Same shit, no way. You ain't from my planet, we don't speak the same language. This is an occasion, ain't it? I'm feeling good and hated. Shit, I don't recognize these faces. Yeah, where you from? Who you came with? Started in the basement, made it way above the top. Now I'm in the spaceship, and the spaceship, shit is spacious. Where your life is basic. All you do is sit around the house, you getting faded. That ain't anything. My goodness gracious. I've really got to get this audio situation figured out. My levels are so low, um, but they're not. It's, anyway, I'll figure it out. I'm positive I'll figure it out. So far, so good, though. I have been going back and making the adjustment where necessary. So for, so for the most part, the show should be fairly level. Um, it shouldn't have any too outrageous up and downs or anything like that. So I want to say thanks to everybody for, of course, listening to the show. If I could ask all of you folks to share it, if you've listened to it, no matter the platform that you're on. Of course, if you are listening to it through iTunes or really any platform, if you can go in and give it a review, whether it's negative, positive, um, just in general, the, the page, each episode, if you really want to, I believe that helps with rankings and more people hearing it, etc. And I just want to make sure everybody gets an opportunity to hear these shows and, and listen to it and maybe discover old shows or, you know, discover the TSR Speed Shop RC spot podcast that I co-host with Tim Smith, you know, anything like that. Of course, if you have an opportunity to go check out all the wonderful sponsors, of course, Gone Banana Racing Skins, MKS Servos, Cow RC, Max Amps, Teakin Racing, Team Associated, and 920 Designs. Um, if you are looking at purchasing anything locally within the United States, or I shouldn't say just even purchasing any RC hobby uh, stuff, check out KC Hobbies and Toys down in St. Ignace. Um, Casey's always, Casey's always been really good, uh, giving us racer summer to race and of course, uh, hooking us up with parts and stuff like that when we need it. So check those guys out. Um, of course, RC life can't forget about those wonderful folks. They make amazing battery tie downs and accessories for your RC cars. So if you need some RC in your life, RC life is the place to go. Other than that. I think we've kind of touched on everything in this episode that I really wanted to let everybody know about. You know, I apologize. The shows aren't as frequent as I know some of you guys would love. Hopefully with me being at the track twice a week and talking to people, uh, it gets me into this this uh, little groove where I can hop on here and give you guys a little bit every other week or something like that. I know Tim and I have been talking about trying to get a fairly consistent schedule going. So uh, we'll see how everything works out. You know, I appreciate everybody's support over the years. I'm not giving up on this. I'm going to try and do my best while I'm going and, and pursuing this new career and school and everything. But um, bear with me. I haven't given up. I'm going to keep trying to do this. And I appreciate everybody supporting me uh, during this journey. Peace, folks. Have a good one. We'll talk to you later. Of course, it's the NBN Podcast. Give us a like on Facebook. I'd appreciate it. Share away, folks. Please share away. Talk to you later.
to lie no more Nowadays all I do is shine Take a breath and ease my mind And she don't cry no more She tell me that I get her high Cause the angel's supposed to fly And I ain't asking why no more Oh no, I take it if it's mine I don't stay inside the lines It ain't 2009 no more Yeah, I know what's behind that door Yeah, okay, you gotta jump in the swim Well, the light was dim and this life was sin Now every day I wake up and breathe I don't have it all, but that's alright with me Take it nice and easy, took a flight to see me Send you back home with a light that's beaming The whole team about to figure it out We ice cold, that's what we're about And sometimes, sometimes I wish I took a simpler route Instead of having demons that's as big as my house mm-hmm. Have a ball with it dribble and bounce Cause the party ain't over till they kicking me out Yeah, Isn't it funny, we can make a lot of money Buy a lot of things just to feel a lot of ugly I was yay high and muddy Looking for what was looking for me But I don't need to lie no more Nowadays all I do is shine Take a breath and ease my mind She don't cry no more She tell me that I get her high Cause the angel's supposed to fly And I ain't asking why no more Oh no, I take it if it's mine I don't stay inside the lines It ain't 2009 no more Yeah, I know what's behind that door Yeah, they ask me what I'm smiling for Well, because I've never been this high before It's like I never felt alive before Rather have me peace of mind than war You see me and you, we ain't that different I struck the fuck out and then I came back swinging Take my time to finish, mind my business A life ain't a life till you live it I was digging me a hole, big enough to bury my soul Weight of the world, I gotta carry my own, my own With these arms, I can carry you home I'm right here when you scared and alone And I ain't never in a hurry You don't never gotta worry Even when it's 7.30 and the time is running low When your heart get cold See what's behind all them unturned stones And I'm a pro when it come to my job But really I'm just trying to start believing in God Now when it gets hard I don't panic, I don't sound the alarm Because I don't need to lie no more Nowadays all I do is shine, take a breath and ease my mind She don't cry no more She tell me that I get her high cause the angel's supposed to fly I ain't asking why no more Oh no, I take it if it's mine, I don't stay inside the lines It ain't 2009 no more Yeah, I know what's behind that door I don't need to lie no more Nowadays all I do is shine, take a breath and ease my mind She don't cry no more She tell me that I get her high Cause the angel's supposed to fly I ain't asking why no more Oh no, I take it if it's mine I don't stay inside the lines It ain't 2009 no more Yeah, I know what's behind that door